What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's been a little bit since we have done a podcast, but you know, I came back. Uh, I'm, I'm back in Babylon. I went to Turkey about um, about a week and a half. Definitely got some uh, rest and relaxation, and also some reflection. Uh, some some things that we wanted to do um, in the direction of the platform. See, when I leave the country, a lot of times I can deprocess of all the stress. You don't realize how stressed you are, brothers and sisters, living in this country. You really don't realize it until you get out. I tell all of you, no matter who listening, right? Get you a passport. Go wherever you want to go. I'm not telling you where to go. Go somewhere and, and relax your nerves for about a week and a half, preferably two weeks. Get deprocess all that mess of Babylon out your system. And then when you come back, you can fight a little bit more. You're more refreshed. You got more direction. Some of you may say, I like it. I don't want to come back. And that's also an option too, right? Um, we have to stop arguing with people who's saying things to us and trying to hold us back from living our best life. Right. But as my time of reflection in Turkey, I said, okay, I realize there's a stronghold on our people here in America. There's a Democrat stronghold. Now, of course, the low hanging fruit thinking people will say you want us to be a Republican. I never said that. Not one time. I said that the only thing that black people should be is independent, politically independent, meaning I'm only focused on black folks and our agenda. We're not focused on no Democrat. We're not focused on no Republican. We focus on the agenda. What candidate or party at that time will give us what we want? And if we don't get nothing that we want, we check out of the process. You understand? We say, okay, well, there's nothing in it for me. I mean, would you show up to places and get nothing? That'd be like you going to a buffet and all the food is gone and there's nothing for you. Would you stay and watch other people eat? Well, that's what you've been doing proverbially forever is watching everybody else eat and you get nothing. But see, we have a group of people in our community that don't really want to be politically independent, don't want to be uh, physically independent, don't want to be educationally independent, don't want to be job independent. You understand that there's a, a, a good section in our community don't want that. They want just a little bit better treatment on the plantation. That's all they want. If, if, if the white supremacists will just be kind to them and not shoot you when they pull you over and not fire you first and, and just, just pet you on the head and give you a little validation. And listen, you listen, those black people don't, they cool with white folks running everything, controlling them, controlling every aspect of their life. They fine with that. They just want white folks to treat them just a little bit better. If they could just rein in the police, if they could just rein in the, the criminal justice system, they can just give them just maybe a dollar or two more on their jobs. You know, they're not trying to buck anything. They don't want to be the supervisor. They don't want to run the company. They don't want to do nothing. They just want to be in, in that position and they're fine. That's all really they're fighting for. Right. And those same people believe that, the Democrat party. And the reason why I keep talking about the Democrat party, because the stronghold is a Democrat party. You understand? That's the stronghold. 
that, right? So I want you to hear a clip before we get started in, into what I'm going to get into today. As you see on the screen, uh, Al Sharpton, I want you to hear a clip of our brother Malcolm X talking about the Democrat Party. Let's roll that real quick. Name of power politics here in America, the Negro, namely the race problem, integration, civil rights issue, are all nothing but tools used by the whites who call themselves liberals against another group of whites who call themselves conservatives, either to get into power or to retain power. Among whites here in America, the political teams are no longer divided into Democrats and Republicans. The whites who are now struggling for control of the American political throne are divided into liberal and conservative camps. The white liberals from both parties cross party lines to work together toward the same goal. And white conservatives from both parties do likewise. The white liberal differs from the white conservative only in one way. The liberal is more deceitful, more hypocritical than the conservative. Both want power, but the white liberal is the one who has perfected the art of posing as the Negro's friend and benefactor. And by winning the friendship and support of the Negro, the white liberal is able to use the Negro as a pawn or a weapon in this political football game that is constantly raging between the white liberals and the white conservatives. The American Negro is nothing but a political football, and the white liberals control this ball through tricks or tokenism false promises of integration and civil rights. In this game of deceiving and using the American Negro, the white liberals have complete cooperation of the Negro civil rights leader, who sell our people out for a few crumbs of token recognition, token gains, token progress. So you heard what our brother Malcolm X had to say about the liberal. He told you that they have learned to act like they're your friend and going to do something for you. Now that conservative, you already know where he's staying, right? And that's what makes the liberal more dangerous. And then the killing part about it, as Malcolm said, both of them are white supremacists, both of them. You know, you always quick to talk about Trump supporters, but Biden supporters are just as freaking racist. Biden supporters don't want black folks running nothing. And if you go get into anything, you're going to be a shucking and jiving raccoon. And if you're not going to be a shucking and jiving, bucking eye, biscuit eating, shoe shining, boot licking raccoon, then you ain't being nothing in that Democrat party. You understand? That's just bottom line. You have to sell your people out. You can't do nothing for black people being in their party. That's why it's not politically expedient for us to participate in, in their party. The only thing that we need to do is focus on a black agenda. Now, I look at anyone that is against us having anything, an enemy, because we have a lot of enemies within. You understand? Al Sharpton and all of them be pushing all this, depending on master, depending on master system. Now let's go back to George Floyd for a minute. Did black folks depend on, 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 on voting with George Floyd when that, when that jumped off or did y'all do something on your own? 
You didn't you didn't wait for an election day. You didn't ask Massa to do anything for you. You got in the street because you saw what happened and you knew that voting is not going to get you out of it. Do you understand voting is not going to get you out of none of the problems that black folks have? Because voting didn't get you into it. The system of white supremacy is the one that got you into it. But you still got people trying to hold on. Well, we got to have a seat at the table. No, you build your own table. Stop begging for a seat at the white man's table. Well, Phil, we need to be there when the decision's being made. And when you're there, when the decision's being made, you're still not getting nothing because they're not going to let you at the table unless you are shucking and jiving, boot licking, uh, bucking eye, uh, everything else I can say raccoon. That's the only way you're going to be at that table because they are not going to trust no black man or woman that's for their community. They're not going to trust them. So you miss me with all of that. We live in a time period where the Lord is saying, come out of her, my people, get away from her, Do, get away from the ways of Babylon, build on your own. You talk about all the time when it comes to other people, we built America, but you scared to build your own community and you built America under duress. So why is it you always telling other people that you built America, but we say, okay, well, we built America. Let's go build some schools. And you, and you're looking around, you're looking around, waiting, waiting to see what white folks going to do. Okay. We used to homeschooling already. You see what happens to our kids. I mean, it, it is a sin and shame on black folks, especially black parents to keep, to keep submitting your children to public school. Now look, White folks and all this critical race theory crap they're doing, which we know it doesn't even exist. Critical race theory is something they teach at the collegiate level, right? But we know that's a right wing propaganda meal they came out with. And these silly folks, because they don't research, they just run whatever they hear on Fox News or Newsmax or, or OAN or, or, or whatever else they're listening to, right? They, they come and they're out there acting a fool. Look, one thing about white folks, I give them this. They're trying to protect their children. Their children are not even being treated like our children are being treated in public schools. They don't have no school to prison pipeline for white children. They don't have race soldiers beating their children the hell up. They don't have that. Teachers constantly failing them, suspending their white children. They don't have that. And you see how they acting about their children. But we don't act that way or, or, or times 10. And we know the best way for our children statistically is to pull them out of public schools. You talk about the racist cops, but you got racist teachers. You got these racist Karens teaching our children. We got to understand the time has come where you must end your dependence on their system and start positioning yourself to do for self. Because that's when the freedom is going to start. Every person I meet, that leaves Babylon is happy. Every single one. I'm telling you this. I've seen it over and over and over again in multiple countries. Every black American that leaves Babylon and start doing something else for themselves outside this country. They have a happy face. They have a countenance that you really don't see here in this country. I interviewed one sister out there in Turkey. Sister from Michigan, I'll post a video to my news channel when we get we, we get to the point of editing it and all that. That sister was so happy. And, and they talk about black women, you know, mean and black women don't smile. That woman was smiling and happy all day. Why? Because she wasn't stressed. 
She wasn't dealing with the issues of Babylon in, in this country. That's why. That's why. It's not the people in Turkey that's so much better than the people here. No, hell no. It's the fact is there's a wicked and oppressive spirit here. And in order for you to conquer that spirit, you have to fight it. And unfortunately, a lot of you have given in to it and you want to depend on the system that keep you in bondage. Now let's focus on Al Sharpton here. Al Sharpton and all the other Democrat shields want to keep you dependent on the system. I told you before, and I taught you the civil rights bill is a lease on rights. It's not permanent. That's why I have to vote on it every what 25 years or so. They can turn around the next time and say, no, we don't want black people to have no rights. They didn't give you permanent rights. They didn't give you permanent voting rights either. Only white folks got permanent rights. You understand? Why are we sitting up here begging these people? Begging them. As you've seen with George Floyd, we can make them do something. Oh, yes, we can. It don't matter about who's, the, who's even in charge. It, it don't matter. Because when the money starts getting hurt, then that's become a problem. So, so you have Al Sharpton here. It made about a what, maybe a month or two ago. He's talking about voting rights. You know. Now they told y'all, Al Sharpton included, go vote the Democrat team. We got to get that Trump out. We got to get him out. Trump is racist. We got to get him out. Okay, you got him out. And now look what you got. Now look what you got. You're losing your jobs behind a medical decision. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Gas prices is up. Food prices is up. Inflation is up all over the place. You clearly seen the racism at the border. Everybody else uh, that's from Latin America can come in all day long, but uh, other black people, no, not you. You Negroes, we go. You can get deported today. <laughs> you understand? And this is a system that you still want to depend on. But let's play old Al here because I, I, we need to we need to just really get into Al here. Let's let's play this real quick. Let's get to it. Came to Washington to say we are not going to let you filibuster away our voter protection. This is not a law. This is a Senate custom. Well, sitting in the back of the bus was a custom. Making us drink from the colored water fountain was a custom. Making us stand in the gutter while others walked on the curb was a custom. We are the custom breakers. We're the full of buster busters. President Biden met with some of the civil rights leadership and we reminded him, and I want to say publicly, you said the night you won that black America had your back and that you were going to have black America's back. Well, Mr. President, they're stabbing us in the back in 49 states. They got their knives out, stabbing us in the back. You need to pick up the phone and call Manchin and others and tell them that if they can carve around the filibuster to 
confirmed Supreme Court judges for President Trump, they can carve around the filibuster to bring voting rights for President Biden. Okay, so let me stop that right here because I'm going to continue here. So he talked about the bus boycott for sure and black folks being at the back of the bus. And he talked about counters and all that. But you know what ended up happening with that? Because of black folks taking the stand, they hurt the money. They had came up with the Montgomery bus boycott and black folks for over a year did not ride a bus. We can't get y'all to boycott something, not even for, for two days. The longest you may go is 14 days. They did this for, for a whole year, inconvenienced themselves. And this was for the time of social media, right? And after that year, they changed the law over it. Because what? Black folks understood hurt the money. You got to hurt the money, right? So what is he talking about? He, he's, not, he's not saying anything in relation to this. Now, he's talking about the filibuster. Yes, it is a rule. I get it. But what you don't understand is this. They do, Joe Biden don't care about your voting or your voting rights. He don't care about it. He's not focused on you. You know why he's not really caring about you? Because it was a Democrat plan to flood this country with people south of the border. Now they flood this country with so many of them that now they have more of them in this country than black people. See, at one point in time, black people was the number one group outside of white, right? Well, now it's people that come from south of the border. Also, people from south of the border, they come over, they have their children, they come with children in tow, right? They really don't believe in abortion like that. In the black community, they make sure to put abortion meals in your community. And then they have sold you on that, well, you can't afford your kid. So you know what? You need to go ahead and get rid of it. And unfortunately, 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 some of our women have fell for that and they chose to do that. And we are suffering the repercussions of that today. Now you may say, it's not fair. Why you say women? Cause men cannot force no woman to get an abortion in this country. Not at all. I don't care what a man say. I don't care what he do. He legally cannot force a woman in this country to get an abortion. He can't force a woman to have a child. He can't force a woman to do anything. A man has no rights. Now we were talking about different countries in Africa, maybe different Arab countries, Islamic, whatever countries, there'll be a different argument there. Cause men got more stroke there, but in America, men don't really have a lot of stroke like that. So that's why I'm saying that I have to lay that at the feet of some of the sisters that have chose to do this. Get mad what you want, but it's just the facts. So we have these people that has um, surpassed us. They average about 20 million black children have been aborted. We wouldn't be in this position right now. We'd be what? 60 plus million strong right now. If this wasn't going on. Okay. Now don't tell me nothing about Becky and how much she bought her children. Don't care what she do with her children. I don't care. If she abort her children more than I don't care. I'm always going to tell you that. Don't bring up Becky to me about what she's doing. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with me. Cause every time somebody brings something to you, you got to point at Becky. You got to point at, well, it's the, the black men. They, no, 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 no. If you don't want to accept the truth, then just leave the conversation. 
The fact is, black men, no matter how they are, if they pookie and ray ray, if whatever they are, they can't force you to do anything. They can't. So let's not go there. Now, Al, we'll continue with him. It was that carve out that had the Supreme Court vote six to three against the whole moratorium on evictions. It was that carve out that put that Supreme Court where it is. You know how to carve when you want to carve. So we come to Washington to tell you we're going to stay on you until you get your carving knife out again. When we came out the White House that day, we said it would be a summer discontent, and it was, and it still is. Now, Al, I will say this much, brother, and I'm using that very loosely because you have done a lot of treacherous things in our community and got us in a bad position too. You have not been on them like we have been on them. We banging the drum on them daily, okay? Al, you only come out every blue moon and say something about them. You on MSNBC. Listen, black folks should have known that you wasn't really about a whole lot when you got a job on MSNBC. Because MSNBC is not going to hire no black man that's banging on white supremacy like that. Let's call it what it is. You are controlled opposition. You are paid, sir. You have been paid for a long time. That perm, you know, that perm has been looking good for years, brother. We, we, we know that. I mean, now the perm kind of tripping the day, but you know, I mean, we, we just got to call it what it is. It is, you know, we'll feel, you know, we got to respect our elders. I'm not going to call him out his name. I'm just going to say this much. I look at the results and the results of people in Al Sharpton's generation left us with nothing. They was in a good position after the civil rights movement to carry us in. And they just chose not to. How do we go from fighting the civil rights movement having some of the greatest leaders of all time fighting for our people. Right. And then you go in and accept welfare. You accept food stamps, man. We was in a better position. We, we, we all had to keep, keep continuing the business creation, continue to build things up in our community. No, all you, you, you want to give it up and you want to just go to the Saks fifth Avenue with the white people instead of building our own black Saks fifth Avenue, continuing our own black schools, own black banks. You gave all that up just to go to white people. White people are in a better position now than what they were um, back during that time period. And now we're fighting and clawing as, as a people trying to get back that headway that we had prior to the civil rights movement. Al, you always up here talking about Democrat, this Democrat, that, and the only one getting paid is you. Your people ain't getting paid. You, you know, as long as you deliver votes for them, you good. Continuing. But now we're going to call for a fall of action. And believe me, some folks, Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee and Congresswoman Beatty and them went to jail. But we made the sign to pitch tents here when the Senate come back in. We made the sign to pitch a tent and stay right here 
all of us, Martin and I, and hundreds of us, the filibuster busters, we might decide to go into civil disobedience in the fall. We are not going to stop until we protect our right to vote. All right. So what is what is pitching the tent sitting in front of somewhere going to do? That's not going to make them people do nothing. They're going to look outside. They're going to say, look at them Negroes. You know, what, what are they doing? You know what I'm saying? That that just don't work. That don't work. One thing you know is he didn't say. You say, you know what, Biden? Okay, no problem. No problem. This is what we're going to do. We're going, we're going to sit it out. We're not voting for you at all. We ain't voting for no Democrat Party. We sitting at home. Matter of fact, election day going to be a, 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 the cookout day. And we're going to have a big cookout. We're going to have like a black community cookout all over the country. Instead of going to, to the polls for y'all, it's going to be it's going to be a big cookout. We're going to have a good time. We're going to spend time with friends and family. That's what we're going to do on, on that election day. That's what we're going to do. We're going to film that. We're going to put it online talking about, you know, election day cookout and all of that. And because we ain't going to the polls, we're going to the cookout. Something like that. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that would be a fun way to do a protest, right? We, we having fun with each other, friends and family. We're not at y'all polls. They'll be on the news like, wow, no black people came at all. Now the white supremacist be like, yes, you know, and let them say yes. I'm good with it. But we don't show up. And then Biden them be looking like, shoot, they actually didn't show up. But see, Al and them not going to tell you not to show up. They're going to be up there begging and begging and begging and begging and begging. And you remember the video that came out where Biden was talking to them like a freaking slave master. And it was quiet. It wasn't all that big talk that he's doing now. That's why I say Al Sharpton and all NAACP, the Urban League and all of them, they are controlled opposition. Massa Biden tell them uh, to jump. They say, how high? They say, hey, Al, you better get out there and keep them Negroes calm now. Come on now. You know, it's just, just bottom line. But what I'm saying is you complaining and you crying about what Biden's not doing. We already knew what he wasn't going to do. We knew that. So if you want to show the Democrats something, then like I said, have the election day cookout. That's all. The election day cookout on the midterms have that you know we can turn a party in anything we start trends we black people election day cookout hashtag you know what i'm saying and we just have some fun music and and, and have some things for the kids and we just you know that's what we go that we occupy our time with that you know now i know some of y'all places that you know it's real cold or whatever you know shoot hey you, you still can do something that that day too it don't matter shoot black, black folks get outside in the snow we got to sign everything and, and have a good time. It don't matter. Shoot, if it's snowing, have, have a snowball fight. I don't care. But just, you know, like I said, we just don't go over there. All that. You're talking about you go camp out in front of the White House. They, yeah, okay, you can go camp out all you want. They're going to they put you Negroes right, right there in, in, the, in, in a good place that they got for you, the jail. They, they got plenty of jails for you to camp out in. Oh, they got plenty. Of course, you're not going to stay in there long because you're in control opposition. You're just doing that for the cameras. You're just trying to make it look good. That's why they don't stick you out with no real charges. You know what I'm saying? Like Al Sharpton and them, they're getting arrested. They're going to be right back out with an hour or two. Come on now. You know, they're going to put them in no jail for that. Sheila Jackson, Lee, all them at the time. You know, we will get arrested. Man, come on. 
But one thing you notice they won't tell you is we ain't voting for you. We ain't participating. F you, F your system. We're going to focus on ourselves. We're going to do everything. If you're not, if you don't have a black agenda, you just don't get a black vote. That's all. We will continue to sit at home and have, have our uh, election day cookout, election day block parties or every single time. And you know how that works is we are so much of a trendsetter that that will bleed into other communities. Then they gonna want to come to it. It's like, well, shoot, you know, especially the young whites. Shoot, I don't want to go over there. I want to go with the black people. There. Cause you know, anything we do, they follow. It don't matter. Listen, no matter where we at, one group of people going to follow us as white folk. I will promise you that we all can leave America today and, and, and go, go to the continent of Africa. They going to be coming right behind us in mass. We can go to Europe. They'll follow us. We can go to Asia. We can go to, uh, to, to, to Latin America, wherever we go. The white folks going to be looking around like, wait a minute. Hold on. Why are they leaving? What they, why are they not participating? What, what's going on? You know, white folks always pay attention like that, especially when we start moving certain ways. Okay. So they know that if we get a trend started like that, like a, a election day cookout, election day block party, you know, and, and make it so much fun, but it's fun, but nobody really participating in anything. Right. Oh boy. That'd be on the news. That'd be all kind of, and that'd be a way to have a peaceful protest. Let Jim Crow Joe and the Democrats know that, Hey, we, we not going to uh, allow you to disrespect us no more. Why don't you depend on those other groups that you, that you let allow a flood in this country, depend on them, just depend on them. You know what I'm saying? So this is the thing we're going to continue to call out every Democrat shield in our community. We're going to stay on them just as much. We're going to stay on Jim Crow Joe and the Democrat party. Why? Because black folks vote 80 plus percent for them. I don't want to hear that by the Republican because black folks don't vote for them like that. If we voted 80 plus percent for the Republicans and, and they wasn't doing nothing, I'll be on them right now too. We're going to, we are going to help free your mind from the bondage of, 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 of the Democrat party and, and white Jesus. We're going to, we're going to free your mind and the rest will follow. You understand? We got, we got to do that, but understand that people are not going to do it forever for you. People are not going to try to help free your mind because the time may come where the talking is going to stop and people are going to say, well, I've done all I can do for you. And now I'm going to just go chill my nerves somewhere and I'll make sure my life is good. So you want to make sure you get the message when you get the message. Okay. Because there's a group of people that's I'm telling you, I'm in different groups. They tired, they tired, they tired, they're tired. They, they ready, they ready to check out on you. You know what I'm saying? Because they tired of the same old, same old. They tired of us not building as we should be building. We talk about the problems, but we're not fixing it. You know what I'm saying? You still looking to the same group of people that got you in the problems, right? White supremacy got us in the majority of our problems. It is right. White supremacy created Pookie and Ray Ray. That's a problem in our community. White supremacy created the hood rat. Yes, they, they did create them. We didn't come out of the continent with no Pookie and Ray Ray and hood rats in, in our uh, different tribes that no, they, they didn't put up with that. So we're going to continue to do this. And many of you are going to continue to be mad. I know you are because you, you just want to hold on to it. You, 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 you don't want to do nothing for yourself. Oh, I, I know it's painful. It's painful for you to think to do something for yourself. I know it's painful. Look at right now. Jim Crow Joe is putting all these mandates on, on, on people, right? For a medical decision. 
Many of you have lost your jobs or about to lose your job. Jim Crow Joe couldn't touch you if you owned your own business. If you made money for yourself, he couldn't touch you. He couldn't force you to do anything. But as long as you're working for the folks, they can force you to do whatever. See, let me, let me, let me say this before I wrap up. Look at our brother, Dave Chappelle. See, Dave Chappelle walked away from $50 million. Some of you wouldn't walk away from even $50,000, but he would mean $50 million because Dave Chappelle understood that he was the talent, not them. They needed him. He didn't need them. You understand? And when you know your worth and you know your, 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 your talent and your gifts, you're going to always going to make some money. And that's what Dave ended up doing. So now they can talk about trying to cancel him and whatever they want to do against Dave Chappelle. But guess what? It doesn't work because he, his own man, you can't cancel him. They talk about, they want uh, Netflix remove his latest special. Dave got the check. He don't care about that crap. They can remove it. It's they, it's they content. They can remove it. He got his millions. You're not hurting Dave Chappelle by that. But that's when you're your own man or you're your own woman. Them folks can't hurt you. And that's the first thing you want to do is try to hurt you in your pocketbook. So be more like Dave Chappelle. Be more like him. Get to the point where you have your own business. You're making money on your own. They can't take nothing from you. They can't force you to do something medically that you are totally against. You understand? But let me know, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you know what you think about this. We're going to continue to bang on, you know, all the Democrat shields, Jim Crow, Joe is not stopping. We banging all day long. We got four years of banging on them. And uh, we're going to see what these midterms look like. We're going to see if, if, if y'all going to learn your lesson, you know, with, with these midterms coming up, Cause we're going to keep on doing this all the way up until the end. And then if y'all respond the right way, that'd be good. And then we could still keep on uh, getting on them then. Right. Um, because y'all have to show now y'all serious because there's a lot of people I'm telling you, I keep warning. There's a lot of people that's tired in our community. They're tired of a lot of you because you keep putting our community as a, as a whole in a bad position. And a lot of people is tired and, and, and say they want to check out the whole thing because you keep you y'all as a collective, keep stabbing our own community in the back, keep cutting our own throat. We can put a stop to this as a collective. We can put a stop to the congressional black caucus cutting our throat. Okay. That's the first group of people that we need to get at. In my opinion, all of them need to go. I don't care who they replace with at this point. They, they need to go. What's the point of a congressional black caucus when they, when they, they, when they just black faces, you know, pushing a, a Democrat message and not pushing a black uh, agenda? A congressional black caucus is supposed to be about the black agenda. And they they talking about LGBT. They're talking about immigrants. They're talking about everything else but a black agenda. Understand what I'm saying? Now I'm hearing Sheila and Al all scared right now because the Republicans about to start – uh, carving up them districts. I'm glad. I hope they do. I can, I hope they do here in Texas, please carve it up. Cause they need to go. I love for them to go. I will celebrate to see both of them go. Cause they ain't done nothing for the black community here in Houston. Not a freaking thing. What's the point of having black representation when they don't do nothing. If you got a, uh, a Jim Crow Clyburn, if you got him, what's the point of, uh, <laughs> what's the point of having black representation? 
I, I don't. I don't need uh, Stephen in office. No, you might as well go ahead on and deal with the real thing, the real white supremacists.